shout out, shout out Trey back there, making the beat. Hi there, and welcome to Mountain Talk. I'm Katie Myers, your host. As you might know, the Biden administration last month added a new holiday to the federal calendar, Juneteenth. Juneteenth is an old, old holiday celebrated for almost 200 years by Black communities across the South. For Black Southerners, Juneteenth is another Independence Day, the day enslaved people in Texas and much of the South were told they were free in the year 1865. This June, a little town called Big Stone Gap, Virginia, celebrated its first ever official Juneteenth. For WMMT, I went there to talk to folks about the new and the old Juneteenth and what it all means for Big Stone Gap. The day was filled with fun, festivities, and solemn remembrance and was organized by Big Stone Gap residents Micaiah Davis, Joshua Utsi, and Taryn Young, among others. You'll hear from them all today, alongside other folks who came out to celebrate. Here's Young who opened the day with the song. But I wanted to talk to you about my experience with Juneteenth and what I know about it (laughs) and how I learned about it, okay? So just bear with me for a second. I remember the first time I learned about Juneteenth. Approximately 23 years ago, I was in Salisbury, North Carolina with my parents and my little brother. We were coming from Food Line and rode past this park. It was full of people having fun. We could see the colorful celebration and hear the good music with our windows closed. Dad stopped the truck and mom lowered the window as we settled in for a learning moment. Mama said, y'all wanna guess what's going on out there? What do you think they're celebrating? I said, uh, family reunion? I was used to family reunions with music, food, and dancing because my family in New Orleans could throw down. Mama said, nope, today is Juneteenth. Have you ever heard of that? No, ma'am, I replied. She continued. See, they don't teach you about this in school. Today is like the 4th of July for African Americans. Today is the day freedom from slavery is celebrated. This is our Independence Day. Every time I hear the word Juneteenth, I think about that evening in the truck. I think about all of those people gathering to celebrate such a monumental part of our heritage. That was the launch pad to get us where we are. 
To be honest, I never thought there would be a Juneteenth celebration right here in my hometown. Seeing our community getting together and actually being a part of it instead of watching from my dad's truck makes me happy. I feel like I'm a part of history now. We are making a difference together as a community. Thank you for helping make this a reality and by doing so, educating our part of the nation. We are now sharing, showing the younger generation a piece of their roots. Seeing their community coming together to celebrate a day that is such a massive part of them should help them value themselves just a tad more. They can look around and see they are worth celebrating. We, as a people, are worth celebrating. Thank you. One day we'll all be free, hopefully. What's the work that you hope to do in Big Stone Gap around this, or what do you hope that this does for the town? Um, the town has been extremely supportive. When I uh, brought up the idea of having a Juneteenth celebration, they were like, yes, we need that. Like, They were super supportive, so they're like, anything, anything we need. Um, a lot of people from the town were out of town. Um, they planned vacations already. But they were, you know, you need money for anything, you need to borrow any equipment. They brought the stage, you know, we didn't have to pay for any of that. Um, I would like to see a lot of more inclusion and diversity. Um, interestingly enough, Genoa, who is Makaya's brother, and uh, Josh both had the same idea. They didn't discuss it together, but they both had the idea of doing open mic. So, um, Hopefully that's something that we'll see. You know, there are a lot of open mics that are happening, but it's um, old-time music, which is great, but it's not everyone's cup of tea, and you, you can't get out. You, you're not going to see, like, a Soul Train line at an old-time jam, you know? So um, just getting people more familiar um, with the idea. I think people are hesitant because they don't know or understand. Um, last night when I posted the event in a local news group there was one person that got really ugly and he was trying to set me off but I wouldn't let him I just kind of picked on him a little bit um, there was one person that had some questions about what was going on and the idea of the black fist and he's, is it associated with black lives matter I think uh, Juneteenth is a good idea but I don't I don't agree with black lives matter they're a terror organization and you know, I explained the Black Fist is something that can be traced all the way back to the 60s and the Black Power Movement. The Race Fist is a symbol of, you know, power for oppressed people all over the globe. Um, but he he wanted to have a, a conversation. And, you know, I, I invited him out. I said, come out. If you want to have a conversation, we're going to be doing an intergenerational story circle. You can ask questions. You can talk. But... You know, when it comes to Black Lives Matter, where are you getting your information? Have you signed up for an email? Have you been on a call? Have you Do you know anybody associated with the organization? Or are you getting your information from somebody that got their information from somebody that watched Fox News? You know, like, how how is this working? Um, and 
you know, he was asking me a few questions about the Black Panthers, and, you know, they were intimidating people and telling them how to vote, and I'm like, you know, voter, um, voter intimidation, I don't think Black Panthers, that wasn't their thing, they were trying to prevent it, um, so we had a good dialogue, it didn't get ugly, it stayed, um, you don't have to, it, it stayed, you know, cordial, and um, there were some people trying to be ugly, but overwhelmingly, the majority of the people were in support of it. So I think, you know, the most ignorant people are the loudest, but there are a lot of people with, with good hearts, and they're trying to make a difference, and or at least support people. Well, I'm 65 years old, so I've lived here since then, so... Uh, Long time, long time. And is this the first Juneteenth that Big Sun Gap has ever? Yeah, had? this is the first one. Uh, we knew about Juneteenth, but it, it didn't. It wasn't recognized until uh, well a couple of years ago. It really became strong, and, and uh, uh, so this is the first one, Big Sun. What is? How does that feel to you? Uh, you know. These young guys, man, are putting it together. I'm proud of that, you know. We older guys, you know, they have to be the generation and uh, we're sort of taking backstage of it, you know, just trying to be here to support them, you know. Are you, do you know any of the organizers here? Yeah, uh, I'm Ken now, I'm organizing, but the Davis boys, uh, they're my cousins and uh, uh, so they, they do a good job. They, uh, they had to, uh, the march in Big Stone uh, last year, and they done that. It was a good turnout, so not a bad turnout today. Did you go to the march last year? Mm-hmm. How yeah. was what was that like for you? It was it was it was uh, it was different. You know, it was, you know, you had a lot of anger. You know, so and uh. Black and white's always been an issue, so all of a sudden just rises to the to the top. So uh, it, it was different, really. You see out here? What do you think about it? What do I think about it? Um, I don't know. It seems like Juneteenth is getting a lot of well-earned recognition. Yeah. Well, and it got to uh, a holiday, national holiday. You know, pe some people are upset about that. And, uh, I was thinking, well, why are you getting upset? You get a day out. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, th things are be be starting to be recognized, and it's just something I think that was long overdue, but at least they're trying, you know. So, so you, you just got to be patient. At least they're trying to do something. So, uh, as you can see, I mean, uh, Big Sound's got what, 5,000 people in this whole area. And I mean, you see out here today, I mean, it's not bad crap. When you talk about percentage-wise, you know, there's only like 3% that live in Big Stone. So. People are all over there. Yeah, yeah, so. Probably, probably every black person in Big Stone is probably down here today. <laughs> Something about the nature.
Something about the name. Yes, the sweetest name. It's just like fire Shut up in my phone Hey, the Holy Ghost is moving And it won't leave uh, My name is Alana Norwood A-L-O-N-A-N-O-R-W-O-O-D I'm 22 years old, 23 this July, woot woot And I am a community archivist for Black and Appalachia we're a nonprofit initiative in partnership with East Tennessee PBS. And yeah, so the history of Juneteenth is significant because um, it marks the emancipation of slavery. And so black folks were free officially. So um, back in the day, like way back in the day, we didn't have iPhones and the internet and stuff like that. So like you couldn't just call your family and be like, hey, we're free. Like if y'all trying to leave, let's go, right? Like you couldn't do that. So um, it took a while for the news to spread about, you know, emancipation actually being official. And so um, a lot of places, um, I know in Texas, like June 19th was like, that was significant in Galveston, Texas. Um, but particularly in Northeast Tennessee and, you know, Southwestern Virginia, the news of emancipation didn't actually hit until August 8th or, you know, the beginning weeks of August. So um, some communities have stuck with August 8th, whereas other communities are kind of just falling into this umbrella of Juneteenth. Because, I mean, if you think about it, that was the first, like, okay, this is official, June 19th, like, we're doing it. Um, so I think both dates are important, but um, particularly with, like, yesterday, like, it's, Juneteenth is now a national holiday, so um, that's really cool, and I think it's easy for black people to kind of uh, gather around that day and feel like um, this is for us, it's, we're here to celebrate our freedom and the continuation for our liberation. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah, so how, and you know, maybe feel free to like not answer this question if you'd rather not, but like, how do you feel about the mainstreaming of Juneteenth as a federal holiday? Do you feel it's significant? Is there more work to be done? There's always work to be done, no doubt about that. Um, and if somebody tells you otherwise, don't trust them probably. <laughs> the work never stops can always be better and I think it's a really nice gesture um, it feels a, a little performative but most things are performative um, I'm, I'm happy right because the July 4th like as a black woman does not signify independence or freedom for me so to have something that's like official on the books on the record 
Um, it feels good. It's nice. But like I said, definitely more work to be done. Like, can we get some reparations? Like, can that be a part of the deal too? You know, I mean, something. I don't know. But yeah. Thanks, thanks, President Biden. You know, <laughs> shout out. We appreciate you, VP Camilla. But. What are you doing over here? Well, we're called Smoke Sugar Shack Barbecue. And we're out of Kingsport, Tennessee, and Big Stone Gap, Virginia. And, uh, you know, we've been in a couple of uh, barbecue festivals, and uh, we're going to got a couple more this year. But we, all we do is fix barbecue and just for people to eat. So we like, we fix ribs and pulled pork and uh, coleslaw and baked beans. And, uh, of course, we can fix other things. You know, we like to uh, do a little bit of catering. And, you know, this is really our first event after COVID. After COVID. So we're pleased with it. Um, just getting our getting back to it. I yeah. mean, just getting back to cooking. We enjoy cooking. We enjoy fellowshipping with everybody in the community. And uh, today, I mean, yeah. we had a good turnout today. Good here. turnout. We really sold out all the ribs. Yeah, the line was. All, uh, all the ribs were gone. <laughs> all the ribs were gone. But we, we, we like to. Uh, uh, Anybody who needs us, you know, we can we do parties or anything like that. We're, we're up for that. So we don't, we just get our business license from, uh, you know, from the uh, Department of Health and uh, just go from there. Make sure we do everything correct. So yeah. we're just a pop up. So we like to pop up anywhere. Are you both from Big Stone Gap? Are you from Kingsport? I'm from, I'm originally from Appalachia, Virginia. Graduated from Appalachia High School, um, class of 09. Yes, awesome. And George lived in this area for a little bit, right? Yeah, we moved over here in '85. We moved back to Kingsport, me and my wife. Yeah. And, uh, but we still, I still go to church over here. My wife's a pastor of my church. Uh, but I'm based out of Kingsport. Been there all of my life. So, and we kind of, because we go to church together, we kind of got together, and that's how this formed. We, you know, it started from that. You know, we, we got into a competition. We in, Appalachia. in Appalachia, Virginia, yep. we, we won the voted was voted the best sauce in Appalachia. Wow, so you make the sauce? Yes, yes. we make it a homemade sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Homemade sauce, we make it. We call it our bootleg sauce yeah. because it's a Kentucky and Virginia mixture, and we put it in little moon moonshine bottles. So that's our bootleg sauce. Yeah. It's good. I feel like uh, that'll sell well. Like, <laughs> really oh yeah. 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 We, like I said, we have fun with it. And just seeing everybody out here today at this event, young, old, different religions, different ethnicities, you know, no matter what your gender is, no matter what you believe, they're out here today playing basketball, eating good food, and enjoying Juneteenth and learning more about Juneteenth. And that's what everybody's doing yeah. today. I haven't. I mean, I'm, I'm way older than you is, so. But, you know, we, we've had, uh, during July, uh, we've always had barbecues but not necessarily directly on Juneteenth. But now we, we pray and hope that, you know, this will carry over to, and it should, and it should, yeah. you know, it should be a, a holiday just like the 4th of July. And uh, not necessarily for just for black folk. Right. It should be for everybody, yeah. you know, so. I guess my last, my last question was gonna be like, is there anything I didn't ask that you think well, you want to say? Well, I think about, you know, it's a lot of things. You know, I know you asked about our, our barbecue. We, hopefully this will be a kickoff for, things to come for me and Adam. Uh, right now, we just have a good time doing it. You know, we do a lot of, like I said, a lot of catering things. And uh, it's fun doing that. It's just seeing people happy eating. You know, we opened up today. 
and uh, by, t by 12 o'clock, about 2.30, we were out of ribs. So <laughs> that ought to tell you uh, something. We, we're proud of what we do, and we kind of proud of stuff on giving people good food. So uh, we'll continue on with it, and we hopefully we'll. Have you tried some today? I have, yeah. Uh, I, had a, I had a pork sandwich. Pork sandwich? Was it okay? It was really good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so it. much. We appreciate you. Yeah. And uh, my name is George Smith, like I said. And, uh, next time you're around, just shake it up at Sugar Shack. <laughs> So my name is Joshua Uti, and I am one of Big Stone Gap's newer residents. I call this place home for about uh, going on two years now. And so I have a wife and a daughter here. My wife is from the area, and my daughter is, is also a part of her, like, uh, you know, like where her family comes from. So I'm, as a person from Knoxville, I kind of have embedded myself here in this community and I plan to live here until I get old. And I thought it was cool not just to make new memories but to like have like events like this to partner with people here so that we could, you know, kinda reminisce on like some old times and stuff and we actually had a you know, this was all about history. I for one, so like I've been really getting involved with a lot of projects that really center around sharing the stories of blacks in Appalachia. And so it's really cool to know that not only are we here, but like we're here and we have like culture too. Usually events out here, they share Appalachian culture a lot, but that Appalachian culture does not always reflect the black population. We like blues, jazz, I mean, country. We're not a monolith, of course, but we have things that are traditionally black. And it's good to be a part of events that actually highlight those things. I think about you in the morning. I think about you in the morning. Man, you cross my mind like every time I get to zoning. I ain't want to talk about it, didn't want to know you, but I know you have some problems. Never let it, you can know it. We was really young. Tell us, father, know your son's been through hell enough, I swear ya. Gotta understand that they left us at the pivotal. Left your daughter fatherless, the story kinda typical. Papa, won't you tell me that you love me? Ain't you always thinking of me? No, I'm thinking of you, always on my mind. I don't really think about it anymore. I pick myself up off the floor, cause all I really needed was the time. 
But I'm getting older and the world is getting colder. I don't need a shoulder. I just my name is Ty Davis. I'm 25 years old and this is my hometown, Big Stone Gap, Virginia. I am eighth generation member of the Mitchell family and the fifth generation of the immediate branch of my family, the Bernies. My great-grandmother was June Bernie, my grandmother's Value Bernie, and my mother's Christina Davis. I'm a community organizer with a regional youth organization called the STAY Project. STAY is an acronym for Stay Together Appalachian Youth, and we do a lot of different work, but it's mostly just uh, creating a container for young people to come together and build relationships with one another, learn and grow together, and develop a political and social analysis that helps them to navigate their communities and the worlds that we live in. We, uh, over the past several generations, have had exodus uh, of our folks because of lack of opportunity and lack of opportunity in our area. And I know far too many folks that are still poor, that are sick with various illnesses, and are dying way too young. And these systems that have created these elements for our people continue to create themselves in a variety of different ways. I know that I don't want to continue, our people to continue to suffer the moral and spiritual deprivation that we have as a result of our needs not being met. We're here celebrating liberation today, but the conditions that we live in are in our society is, aren't what liberation looks like, or at least no, part, no liberation that I want to be a part of. We all deserve to be, to live, and to thrive, and not just to wear our bodies and spirits down until we die. We deserve more than food, gas stations and retails, more than call centers, the military and prisons. I know that liberation doesn't look like our people are lying on the livelihoods being sustained on the backs of prisoners in our backyard, on the tops of the mountains that increase anti-black sentiment and political and cultural biases in our communities. Amen. I've seen the river of change starting to trickle here in Big Stone with the new and with this new flow of freshness, we begin to cleanse and rid ourselves of some of the disease that comes with stagnation. I hear a lot, <laughs> I hear a lot about the good old days and how they are gone. It makes me really sad because it's hard for me to picture Big Stone thriving with black-owned businesses and general how the community was uh, lived so collectively. And though we'll never get back to the way that things once were, in some ways, we have an opportunity to look forward. When I look at when I look at my little cousin in Oakland. When I look at baby O'Shea, when I look at baby Eden, I see, when I see these kids playing in the streets in the park, I see our future. We need our elders to be able to ground us in our history and lessons to help us navigate the times we're in. We also need our youth who our future depend on and whose energy and experience will help us shape the course of all of our lives. We find ourselves here today for Big Stone Gap's first ever Juneteenth celebration. As we celebrate, I want us to remember that making Juneteenth a national holiday isn't going to stop police from killing black folks. It's not going to stop the state from enacting violence on us. And it's not going to change our material conditions, because only we're going to do that. I invite and challenge each of you all to reflect on the complexities of home, but more importantly, on what building beloved community looks like. I'm thankful for my co-organizers, Taryn and Josh Usi, and everyone who support has helped this come together. As we get back to our roots with events such as this, we walk into and embrace our collective futures. Thank you all.
That's it for this episode of Mountain Talk. Today, you traveled with us to the town of Big Stone Gap, Virginia's first ever Juneteenth celebration, where members of the town's Black community gathered to share stories, sing, and eat in honor of when their ancestors were freed from slavery. Today, we heard from organizers of the event, community members, archivists, and the owners of Smokey's Sugar Shack Barbecue. Take Juneteenth Day off work next year and be sure to look up the holiday's incredible history. If you like this episode, you can download Mountain Talk as a podcast from SoundCloud. I've been your host, Katie Myers. From your friends at WMMT Mountain Community Radio, thanks for tuning in. I'm saying, uh, no more fucking know just who I want to be. I got places left to go and I got people left to see. Oh, yeah, got a plan. I know just who I want to be. No more begging for some friends. I got the fam to follow me. God damn, man, I know just who I want to be. No escaping who I am and no more fake apologies. So I hope you understand. I know just who I want to be. I'm going to say it to the death of me. You'll never get the best of me. Thank you. Uh, I think I have like four songs left because I'm, I'm closing it, so sorry. Um.